When I'm not playing the Lost Eye of Thundera on my Commodore Amiga 500, I love nothing more than cruising Third Earth in the Thunder Tank, listening to Aaron and John on the Amigos Podcast. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Ho! Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about zany golf. Ooh, zany. It's so zany. It is. It's, man. What's the zaniest game of golf you can remember? Oh, boy. You know, me and the boy just went and played some miniature golf a couple weeks ago. You ever get you over to the Jeans Greens for that? Uh, I don't know what that is. We go over to the uh, g- the uh, the uh, batting cage joint. Yeah. Is that what that's Jeans called? Jeans Greens. And, uh, and here's what was zany about it. It was 100 degrees when we mm-hmm. played, and so it got zanier as the golfing went on <laughs> because we were parched, hot, dehydrated. We were out in cement in an unsheltered, you know, super death maze of mm-hmm. golf. I had a good round. I will though. say there's not much shade on that course. There's zero shade. And yeah. they used to have a little water thing running through it. Bad, dry. Bad. Completely We're not paying dry. for that yeah. in West Virginia. You just spit in that thing full of water. That course isn't really noticeable for its um, interesting uh, hazards. There's no windmills. No. There's no cuckoo clocks. It's as generic a golf course as you can make. It's nice. It is. It's not greatly maintained. It's okay. I've seen worse. But it's there's no. It's not as bad as the one over the wave pool. That one was. Is that still there? there. They tore that down finally. That was that was in rough shape. Well, that's because they were stupid and they didn't take care of it. You don't take care of your stuff, it fails. So, but yeah, I do play a little miniature golf now and again. That's where I really shine. I'm a putter. I'm a lover. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? I'm doing good. Um. I played some zany golf in my life. I played. I played uh, over in Thailand. I played uh, some some golf, some mini golf that looked like it was uh, built on some sort of ancient ruins, like Machu Picchu or. Uh, you mean like it was supposed to look like that, or it actually was? Hard to say in Thailand. Mm. Hard to say. They might have just dug someplace up and said, "All right, let's make a mini golf course here." But um, I will say that my. <laughs> That's what they do over there. <laughs> That's what they do. Either Elephant Sanctuary or Mini Golf Course. Those are your two <laughs> options. Or oh, one and the same. Yeah. But uh, I haven't I haven't played any zany actual golf uh, here recently. Um, it's been real hot, and yeah, I've been yeah. real lazy. I mean, I've had a lot of sitting on the couch to do this summer, and I have to get to it. I have to get in my quota. Summer's almost over. No, for me, it's not. It never started. It's just <laughs> this is hot work time and cold work times just over just yonder. Just around the corner. Yeah. Just around the corner. Yeah. Is Luke ready to go back to school? Oh no, no, no. He's only he's he's a week away from Pokemon Camp. Ooh, Ooh. he's very excited about that. And that's so. over at the Marshall, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, hey, let me. While I'm thinking about golf, I was just thinking about what we what's the best golf movie you ever saw? Well. Because there's plenty of mouth. I haven't seen any of the good ones. Um, I've never seen Caddyshack. I've never seen Ten Cup. Okay. I have. Right, you're seen, right. You're narrowing the field here. I have seen Billy Madison. Okay. So I guess I'd have to go with Billy Madison. It does have its moments. The it, Bob Barker's in the it. The Bob Barker part's the mm-hmm. best part. Or Happy Gilmore. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong what did Adam you Taylor, say? Billy Madison. Yeah. That's that's always in school. Yeah. They're that all the same. They, 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 yeah. Man, Adam Sandler. What's that mean? I saw that movie, uh, the Netflix original, with him and the girl from Friends. Isn't that supposed to be a big deal? Oh, God. Like, that was the big deal. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I was at my buddy's house, and his wife wanted to watch it, and Eep was, oh, my God. I went to bed early. What did Eep think about it? She didn't like it either. He's really I watched another one of his Netflix movies, 
And it was no good either. Yeah, he's just he's just not good. Well, I mean, he tries. He's yeah. made so much money, who cares? Right, you know? right. I don't know why he's still doing anything. I don't know. Either. You know where I'd be? On uh, my boat. On the yacht with some other guy driving. That's right. But they'd st- you'd still make him call you captain. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. That's the drill. By the way, the correct answer, Caddyshack. Caddyshack, funniest golf movie. Who's in that? Are Jack you Nicholson? No. Huh? No, what? Jack Nicholson? No. Yeah. Caddyshack? It's got... Uh, it's, you've got uh, Roddy Dangerfield in it, mm-hmm. Ted Knight, hmm. right? Bill Murray. I know him. Yeah, we, well, yeah. Uh, you've got uh, uh, oh, shoot uh, Ch- Ch- Chevy Chase. Really? Oh yeah, man. Hmm. Uh, this is an all-star cast. There's an animatronic gopher in it There's too. There's a gopher right? in it. Kenny Loggins sings a little theme. I like him. I'm all right. And the gopher does his little gopher dance in the hole. Is that where that song's from? Can yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, That's where okay. that song's from, man. I like Kenny Loggins uh, a lot. Uh, uh, Bill Murray's brother's in it. Hmm. Believe it or not, he's in a lot of movies. What's his he's... name? Sully? N- no, it's... Um, what is his brother's name? It's I don't know. Just I think they just call him the guy's brother. You know, It's a good flick, though. I, I highly recommend you watch that. Plus, you can watch it. It's not real violent. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, uh, the chick, the good-looking chick from Tron's in it, whose name she plays Lacey Underall. I can't remember her name. She's great. She was great in Tron, too. So I recommend it. You okay. love Tron, right? I do. I like Tron a lot. Still haven't seen Tron two. Tron two was pretty good, mm-hmm. and I hate everything. You've got that big Tron uh, sticky wall thing in the arcade. Tron had a gr- Tron two had a, well, both of them had a great soundtrack. Daft Punk, yeah, outstanding. One of my faves. Love Last it. If you're, if you're in the mood to do some serious hacking, you. you put that thing on, and then you start getting the war dialer going. Is that what you're singing? I wasn't listening to you. I was singing uh, Daft Punk. I get that a lot. We should probably just keep going. All right. Well, let's talk about what's been going on outside of the Aaron and John world and in the greater world of the Amigos in well, general. Over we, at everythingamiga.com. We probably, are we going to touch base with the uh, happenings, the goings-on? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the goings-on and the happenings right now. Oh, okay. Well, so you, the Dreamcatch is not happening? No, I'm oh, talking about okay. Amigathon 2019, That's what I Aaron. thought it was. I couldn't tell. You didn't feed me well. You're right, I didn't. Put, it, put the food here. I actually didn't realize what I was talking about until I came upon it. Amigathon was a happening. It was a happening. Uh, let's check in with our latest and last final donation total of the year over to Amigathon.com. We raised exactly $3,200. So I want to thank... Someone chipped in an extra three or four bucks to put us over the top. You're talking to them. Oh, good job, Boat. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, uh, I want to thank all of our donors. Let's see. They don't list how many donations we got. I want to thank our top donor, Amiga Bill. Yay. Uh, and you, all Bill. of our sponsors, all of our donors, all the people that put games on the board. I got to tell you, this Amigathon was an experience like no other. Oh yeah? Um, I have not finished an Amigathon so happy and so content with life in the in the universe and everything. You did seem less violently uh, hate-filled. You'll notice that I didn't physically push everyone out of the room as I did. That was the birthday. <laughs> That's what we all had to get to you get violently shoved out. But yeah, your demeanor was a lot nicer this year without the uh, 24 hours. Yeah. And we ended up going like 14 hours. Yeah, we went a little extra. You know, you know so I mean, it's funny when you think about it, but it's different when you don't have to do it. You know, like, Absolutely. Okay, I, can, I can leave it any time. Absolutely. You know? So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great event. I was glad to, to do it. I'm looking forward. Do you have any uh, breaking news about what might be happening in Thanksgiving that you'd like to well, share? Well, Brent, Brent's going to unleash this news 
uh, on the well, world. Well, he's not on this show, so you may have to. Well, I mean, I don't. Here. Here's the thing: this is sort of his baby. Okay, so right, he is I, not. He's not announced it on on RG. Okay, he hasn't told me yet. Okay, All right, is okay. that what you want me to say? But well, I, I'm in the dark. This is a Brent gig, and he's got some diabolical plan for that. And so, uh, but I don't. Do you think he talks to me? The second that shows over, he walks at the door. I don't see him until he shows up for the next week. Slams the door behind him. That's it. Yeah. We have no personal relationship. Well, that's sad, really. No. No, he's he's an abrasive louse. Mm. You can't get around him too much. Well, stay tuned for for whatever that is. Yeah, tune in this week to ARG for the big, uh, important announcement about whatever we're going to be doing. Other big news, Aaron. Our YouTube channel... We finally crossed 2,000 subscribers. Mm, two grand. So it I took can't us, believe it. It took us like three and a half years to get to 1,000, and then <laughs> it only took us like six months to get to 2,000. That means in three months, we'll have 100 million subscribers, Aaron. That's what exponential means. Is that how that works? Compound interest. I know all about it. I want you to be my accountant, Boat. <laughs> it's, uh, listen, two grand, not bad, eh? Not bad. I mean, for uh, uh, I mean, for what we're doing, I feel like it's a pretty good accomplishment there. <laughs> you know, thanks for uh, subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, go subscribe. Yeah, even if you just listen to us on uh, the podcast, on the audio version, go head on over to our channel and uh, give us a sub over there. And, on. and click on the little bell, mm-hmm. and it might do something. It, it might notify won't. you. Or you can be constantly disappointed when you are not notified. You ever watch these YouTube videos and like they're like, here's what they say: like or subscribe today. Click on the notification button in the corner. That'll keep you updated on what we're doing at all times. You know, and give us a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're get they're angling, and we I don't think we've ever said any. <laughs> I angle all the time. We, we don't angle for thumbs up. Give or us a sub. Put us on in the background. You're so we get extra when do you ad angle dollars. that? I don't remember that. Yeah, that's what that's what the real shady guys do. Put us in the do. background. Yeah, they say just leave our videos on all the time. Just let them run. That seems sort of shady. It, it is very shady, and YouTube does not like it. He said it. YouTube. Get Let's talk about Dreamcatcher now. Aaron. Okay, Dream. Now we're ready. Yeah. Because we sort of we sort of. Uh, uh, we mentioned him, of course, during the uh, Amigathon, since this sort of indirectly was his baby. It was. You know, he, he Jerry Kutcher was the, he, he started raising money for charity, and both thought it was a good idea, and there you go. That's what happened. You know, I was just thinking. You know, I'll oh, go ahead. Before, before you talk about what you were just thinking about, we need to give the audience a little update on a little thing I like to call the Amigo Aaron weight loss wager that was unveiled during Amigathon, because oh, not everybody yes. saw it. Yeah, it's funny. Someone asked me about that on one of our ARG videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Amigo Aaron weight loss wager is over, and I suppose how could I? Who won the wager? I guess I lost, but I sort of won. I guess Charity won. Yeah, Char- Charity's the real winner. So of course I had to attempt to lose mom, one hundred pounds mom. in a little over six months. A a formidable task, which I was not up for. I'm afraid, but I gave it the Aaron college try, college dropout try boat, <laughs> and I managed to drop. 51 big pounds uh, by uh, weigh-in time. I felt pretty good about that weight. admirable amount. Thank you, both. Admirable. And uh, and so, of course, it was... I mean, that's really... 50 pounds is like 25% of your body weight. Well... So, I mean, that's a huge amount. Don't try and do the math. Just go with it. <laughs> I just lop off an arm, too. <laughs> so, of course, it was a wager, boat, And you know what that means. When you when you put your money in the down, you, you got to pay. And I and so I sent I sent up a, a a chunk of change to our but it's hey money well spent yeah to, uh, to our good friends at the uh, Children's Miracle Network so the Amiga weight loss wager is now closed it's over it's done with uh, but 
I would like to at least lose another, let's say, you know, 30 pounds by Thanksgiving to get under the the 300 mark. Man, just imagine. Get, and, dwell, and dwell somewhere with, where in the same area, the same times where normal people yeah. weigh. So that's, that's the well, goal. Well, you better buy a stick. I don't know what that means. If you get under 300 pounds, you're going to be beating off those women. What? Wow, well-worded, Boat. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of gun-shy with the women. <laughs> probably, probably, uh, probably two separate things. <laughs> you know, let me concentrate on this okay, and worry okay, about that. Okay. But thanks for everybody that's sending their money for the weight loss wages. That worked out pretty well, Absolutely, I think. and we just got one final Amigathon donation in because I'm cashing out right after we do this show. Thank you, Retro Man Cave, for your generous $25 donation. <laughs> he's in the chat. He's just thanks. throwing he's throwing it in there. Thank you, Retro. He <laughs> <laughs> jumped right in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm glad it's over. It was hard work, and I, and it was, but I feel better now. Absolutely. Losing the weight's great. I feel a lot better. Good. Let's talk about side updates, Aaron. Yes, sir. Now, as I was getting ready to say, uh, the Dreamcatcher, again, the man that uh, has been with us way from way back, one of our earliest buddies mm-hmm. and a heck of a man, and again, sort of the the uh, man that got us into the whole raising money for charity gimmick, uh, has he was uh, a maniac. And since we, we didn't cover anything last week, we're just going to... I'm just going to mention these, and I'm going to try I, I, I try to guess what he, they're about because they're the names and stuff are written here. But I mean, I advise you to check these out, and we'll get back to our normal schedule next week. He's done so many, so prolific, uh, an author that it's hard to keep up with his, his authoring. So uh, we've got a he, he. I think we may have covered this, but I can't remember. It's been so long ago. He's done an article on Home Alone. Did you ever see that? Only about a million times. Really? Yeah. Now that's got tons of violence in it. How'd you go and see that? They used to play it at my daycare constantly. Your daycare? <laughs> You're lying. I'm not lying. Just constantly. <laughs> there used to be an amigo Aaron's beat the hell we, out of boat challenge. You think I'm joking, but I'm not. We, no, I we want to hope it. you're joking. We watched it so often that we could quote the movie oh while it was God. going on. We just say every line. That just the fact that you watch this in daycare may, fills me with a certain sense of pain. The scene with the gangsters in the black and white movie that I didn't like that. I didn't too like scary that for shot. you. Yeah. Now I did read this article. This this next one here from the DK. He he, and this is just a little. I don't know what he was thinking. You never know with him. He's a, he does some weird stuff. It's a little thing here about Techno Cop, and he mm. did a video to the company, which I watched. This is a we we hear about this game a lot. Now I love Techno Cop. We covered this way back, didn't we? I know. I think no, we I don't think we've ever done an episode on now, Techno Cop. Th- well, someone will tell us. I thought we did. I love Techno Cop because it's ludicrous. It's a ludicrous idiot. Is it like Robocop? It's a cross between uh, Road Blasters and, I don't know, Rolling Thunder or something. It sounds pretty good. Except it's a violent. I don't know what. I mean, he's your guy has a, a, a net. You can net guys or you can just shoot them. And when you kill them, instead of just kind of dying, they explode into this pile of guts. Mm, I don't like that. Oh, it's tasty. Mm. I, I recommend it. So, anyway. Go check that out. <laughs> Look at this. I'm looking at Technocop's arm here. That's, He's got two choices. See, the problem with the arm is that it, it, that thing extends, and you can't actually straighten your arm. Oh. I mean, you can't bend your arm. So it's like, you know, one of these. It's a hard knock life being Technocop. Well, listen. That's why he makes the big Techno cash. Okay, so next, now, this is another boat that we've, we've played. He goes on to a little uh, bit here about New York Warriors. You remember this? Sort of, it was like an Akari Warriors we meets did, Escape we, from New we York. We did do this, yeah. yeah. And uh, hey, I like that game. 
to be honest with this you. This is based on the film The Warriors, no, right? No, well... Sort eh, of, right? I it's mean, like it's, Gene Simmons meets The Warriors. You know, it's... Uh, um, it, there are parts of it they've gr- lifted it right out of the movie. It's like Street Gangs. Did you ever play that war? The game based on the Warriors that the Rockstar. No, but did? I heard it was good. right? It was. And it's got all the iconic. Right, well, we just come mm-hmm. out to play yeah, with all the bikes and all that yeah. stuff in it. You know, it's. But the movie. Have you ever seen the film? Do you think I'd ever watch that? Yeah. Because it's from the 70s. It's, it's tons it's a of violence. Stupid film. It's all though. violent, it's, all the a, time. There's a gang of guys that that paint their, yeah, like baseball players, and they carry bats. Mm-hmm. Now, how intimidating is that? Well, oh, here come the baseball guys. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like watching West Side Story, and you see all those graceful well, dancers and street gangs. You've you got, know? you've got, you've got a point there. Those guys, the Jets and the <laughs> Sharks. How do I know that? I don't even know. Because you weren't banned. Uh, what's that do with anything? We Everything. didn't do show tunes in there. So, next up on the docket here from the DK, No Teddy Bears Picnic. This is a game, and I'd say I'm not, I'm not familiar with this game. It's called Risky, Risky Woods, if you will. Dusty Road style. Risky, I thought you were doing your Icky Woods impression. That was my, oh, no, Icky Woods doesn't talk. He does the Icky Shuffle. He talks while he does it. What's he say? That. No, he doesn't. You've never heard him say one thing. Don't lie to people. Anyway, Risky Woods. You ever heard of it? No. I haven't either. But it, it looks Got pretty, a Genesis port. It looks pretty good. You know, I, I think. Um, okay, let me catch myself up here. So, let's uh, go to Dynasty Wars boat. Uh, get, <laughs> giddy up, Jingle Horse. Pick up your feet. A Christmas uh, uh, notion for this violent-looking game. I've never heard of this either. It's, is this a beat-em-up? Maybe I think I have. No, I take that back. I've played Well, there's this. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I've played yeah. Dynasty Warriors. I don't know what I'm not exactly sure what in that. This hell looks this like is. a this looks like a beat 'em up sort of ordeal. I think. I think I played this. If it, I think it's from the arcade. Yeah. I, I think I'm sure me and the boy have played as we are often will do. Um, he's also got a gimmick here on the Strangers, another game. Guess what? I've never heard of. Uh, and this one looks like God only knows what the hell this is. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Again, you have to check this stuff out. There's so many of these. I didn't get to read them all. Uh, and lastly, actually two more. We've got a uh, uh, is cloning the future is cloning the future a pre-crime? I'm guessing you haven't seen the Tom Cruise uh, uh, Minority Report. Yeah. Yes, I have. You have seen, seen that. that. I watched it on a band trip. I think. Really? So basically, you only see this stuff when you're forced to watch. Yes. It. And what did you think of that one? It was okay. I mean, it had all the... Yeah, I could have done without those. Um, this is a game called Motor Massacre Boat. Now, this sounds... There's a lot of dystopian racing. You know, we've been future. doing this show for how long? If it's like 20, 30 years? Mm-hmm. How do we miss all these games? I don't know. Where the hell does he find this stuff? we got a lot of games to cover. If Dreamcatcher made up some screenshots and said, here's a game called, like... You know, poopy destruction wars, and I'd I'd be like, well, there's another one. Yep. He could just literally this these could all just be made up by him. Uh, lastly, you can't do the magic. Uh, is a is the final article. This one just came out uh, two days ago, and it looks like this one is on. Let me see what the heck this one's on. Fuzzball. Is that what this one's on? Yep. Now we fuzzball. We've never looked at that either, have we? No. <laughs> this, these guys look like the Fury of the Furries guys. I, he mentions that at the top. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this? So, lots and lots 
and lots of good reading here from the DK. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be catching up over the weekend on this stuff because I, I read pretty much almost everything he puts out when I can, but we've been so busy over there with the Amiga thought I missed it on a ton of stuff. So a lot of good stuff there. What uh, what have you been up to video wise this week, bud? I mean, you've been you've been the man the man of men this week. Well, you know, I've I've had some some free time now that Amigathon's over and I can breathe again. Um, I uh, I've been I've been thinking about some some new ideas for streaming. Yeah. And so uh, a couple things that I did was I decided to create a video series where I ranked all of the Amiga platform games. Because you love them all. Yeah, because I love them all so much. Starting with, uh, you have to start with Zool. Zool is the first name in Amiga platforming. He's the ninja ant who's not an ant. Right. He's also an alien. And Absolutely. he's fighting for the rights of other ants, that he, but he's not an ant. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, my, my goal for this series is uh, I'm going to play a game for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Kind of get the feel for it. Uh, and then afterwards, I'm going to go down to... Jeez, we've got, we've got issues because my screen's all messed up because of with the chat and stuff. But over here in the description, you can see I've linked to a spreadsheet where I have a list of criteria. And uh, the game basically starts out with a perfect 10 and then gets docked either half or a full point for missing out on some, uh, some things that I consider to be detrimental to the game. Let me ask you a question. Okay. On Zool there... When I watched your video, you could not beat the first level in under five minutes. Did you come back and beat it in under five minutes? Well, the yeah, time? but before before I left, I was like, okay, I'm, this is for real. I've gotten the hand of the controls. I'm going to go through it. This... I beat I beat the first level in like three and a half minutes. Okay, yeah, because I watched that first. That was a pathetic attempt. Yeah, but... yeah. Well, I was I was still get, I was coming to grips. I mean, if you stink, that seems unfair to the game. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to give it a. I'm giving all these games a fair shot. Uh, I'm hopeful that uh, that I'll be able to, uh, to to do honor to the Amiga. Platformer. I love this series. It's now my favorite series. <laughs> Just to, cause I, the, what I like about it is that you'll be forced to play games I know you think are hot garbage. That's true. And I'll sit back with a popcorn and on the couch and just cackle at your antics. Absolutely. So be just just be yourself. Bad mouth them. I, I bad will. mouth them. Uh, I played some ZX Spectrum games. Started out with a little bit of a tick tack. No. Um, Attic attack. I'm not. I'm not calling it. That's dumb. Attic attack, not a tick attack. After a tick attack, I played a whole bunch of Crystal Kingdom Dizzy. Ooh, this is a Dizzy okay. game that is, that is. Yeah, right? it's a remake of a uh, 48k Spectrum game that they remade for 128k with extra uh, colors and, super, and, and music super, and stuff. Snazzy. Okay. And I got to tell you, I really enjoyed playing this game. Really? I thought it was really, really good. You know, I'm not the world's greatest Dizzy fan. We hate Dizzy. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've hated everything but, we've ever played. But I'm starting to come around. I think that the Amiga titles are, are just so bad. They're so much worse than the Spectrum titles. I think because maybe they had less and less involvement, or maybe were less and less passionate once they got into the 16-bit era. But uh, are they but that I, different. I really yeah. I really had a lot of fun with. Uh, well yeah, because remember we played Treasure Island. Is it we could literally could not beat the first but, screen of the game. Let me ask you: Have you played that on this on the Spectrum? Maybe it just stinks all around. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't this. think it exists on the Spectrum. I oh, think okay. it was a 16-bit only yeah, game. Yeah, my dizzy knowledge is um, it's not it's not huge. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had a good time. It's always a good time with the folks in the chat too, because they're usually a lot more knowledgeable about everything than I am. So. Dizzy looks more nimble in this thing than Treasure Island. Yeah, Dizzy. yeah. And Treasure Island, he's sort of he's geriatric. Backflips and, yeah, and crap. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. now when you were insta dead? That's yeah. how the game started. Yeah, it was no good. Uh, so I played a little bit of that. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the last episode of ARG you guys just filmed, Point and Click Adventures. Yeah, that was a... You, were you surprised that we did that? Well, I can tell you that, uh, you know, 
the whole uh, rationale behind Brent's mouse or point and click game can be anything where you point and click. He described every mouse game that's ever existed because that's what you do with a mouse. That's you what I told him. Click. I told so that's him. That's dumb. That. Yeah. Uh, this is much that's better. Why he, I think he realized. Well, we're just gonna. But yeah, I mean, no, he knows what he he knows what he wants. But yeah, we did we did point and click adventure games and. Uh, you know, it's funny because ironically, the point click which you get Brent picked an NES game. Yeah, that, no I mouse. thought that was funny. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, you do point, then you click. I and mean, sort of. This was my first exposure to Maniac Mansion. Was played on the NES. Oh, Everything yeah? that you guys talked about was true. It was a boon to the publishers because they released this game to a whole generation of people that were not PC gamers. And yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed Maniac Mansion. That was fun. I uh, I played it on the PC, of course, back mm. back in the day, and then uh, uh, I picked. Uh, Gabriel Knight 2 with the Beast Within, which I is a title that seems to be lost in time and hard. But I mean, some people remember it because I got a couple comments. But I mean, you're the I'd never heard of this game before in my life. It's funny because okay, here's the so let me tell you my rationale. I own this game mm-hmm. and I have that old PC. Mm-hmm. And so oh man, like, that's uh that's Sour Man, right? Was that Christopher Lee? No, that's, that's not, Christopher Lee. That's not Christopher Lee. Mm. But anyway, so I, I was uh, I was like, man. I, I remember loving this game. Can't help loving that game of mine. You know, and the funny thing is, the Gabriel Knight series. This is the only one that's video. The rest of them are just, you know, the Lame. third one is. Oh man, they try to use a 3D gray. It's not good. Mm. Uh, but uh, um, and so I thought, well, heck, I'm going to put this up here. And and I really had a good time going back to it. Brent didn't like it as much as I did, you know. But I thought it was fun. It's a real, as far as video, as far as foremost of video games on the computer. I think this is right near the top i mean it was they it looks did, very good it and looks it's, very there's, good there's still a game here is mm-hmm. my point you know so and it's an adventure game and it's this is a long game i mean there's probably like said, the playthrough one if you watch it's like nine and almost almost 10 hours so there's a ton of video footage on this thing so anyway if you're into that sort of thing come check us out we had a real good time uh playing them you know this week all right, uh, moving right along with uh, some other stuff that we've been up to. Uh, I started another series. I'm, I'm the man of starting many series. Yes, you are. Uh, this is a new thing I'm going to do whenever I feel like it called Late Night Modern Gaming. This is when I start the stream way after the European <laughs> folks have gone to bed, so I can't depend on too much chat action. Did you get any chat I action? I got some chat action. We had some We had some people, I think, uh, Hasifa oh, yeah, yeah, in, in Picard 2005, who's in Finland. So it was like 6 o'clock in the morning in Finland, and Picard no. 2005 was there. Um, but I, I played. I decided to start things off with uh, with our buddy Michael Ryan's game, Luna and the Moonling. Now you had played. You'd had a cup of coffee. With I played this. the first two levels of this. Yeah, me and Luke played the crap at us, and we still f- pop it occasionally because Luke, of course, it just dug it. And it's a very clever game. It's not normally, you know, normally boat. I don't touch these games with a ten foot clown pole. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy this one. It's endearing. It, the puzzles aren't like mega hard. It's not mega doom. Mm-hmm. It also one thing it does is it lets you not suck. Then you're fairly confident. Then it actually begins making it a slightly more difficult. Yeah, absolutely, as a, it eases you in as opposed to just beating you with the the learning the curve hammer. is very good. Yeah. Very good. So uh, I like this series too. Yeah, yeah, I don't play any modern stuff hardly. So. <laughs> Well, I've Let's got. Going I'm going to be playing some Dragon Quest Nine. I'm going to be playing some Euro Truck Simulator. Oh, I got a whole man. slate of stuff. Just wait till you watch me drive through Belgium late at night. Are you going to play that game where you drive the train? I like to see that train one. Train Simulator. Yeah. Oh boy, I, th- I need to I've get the watched, controls for that. I've watched video of guys playing that. That man, you can. Uh, that it's just, it is beautiful. It is. I love you those know? things. Yeah. I don't know if you play that stuff. What does that mean? I it, think it that means, means you're, you're awesome. That's not what I think it means. I mean, I think it means it's it's you're real close to drawing your retirement. <laughs> I'll, you know? 
that would be great. I'd love to start drawing my retirement tomorrow. Is there a Euro Truck Simulator add-on where you could take a Ferrari, just tear down the streets, and just run over people? Possibly. That's what like I'll a Carmageddon mod. I'd be in. <laughs> I on think that. you just want to play Carmageddon. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I played Zany Golf, a little bit of Zany Golf. So I've heard you, of that. You, yeah, if you're into that, uh, you're watching this podcast already. Um, and I think that that's it. That's that's pretty much all I all I did. You went to work. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice job, dude. Let's talk a little bit about what's been going on in the world of Amiga News, Aaron. Amiga News. Amiga I'll do news. it this time. Thank you. The Belgium Amiga Club is active oh, and ready man. for your participation. Look at that gimmick right there. Yeah. So this is the Amiga 1200 Plus. This is a re-implementation of the Amiga 1200 board uh, that this guy, basically, he looked at the schematics of the original 1200 board. He said, this is crap. I'm going to do it better. Mm-hmm. So this is different than the thing that we talked about uh, a couple months ago, or maybe even a couple years ago, the thing that Figgy has, which is they, it's basically a recreated 1200 board that's exactly like the original 1200 board. This one has, a, it's got stuff that nobody likes taken off, and it's got stuff that people do like put on. So um, you can check it out here. This is a, uh, a rendering of the final product. Looks really cool. I like when they make circuit boards in different colors. You know, I too looked at these schematics of the Amiga 1200 one time, and I looked them over, I scratched my head, filmed down, and ate a Twinkie. That was the extent of my project. I do that a lot. I, I call it Operation Give Up. <laughs> Just right <laughs> off the bat. That's it. I was done. <laughs> um, next up. We talked about our Amigathon news, so we'll yeah. skip right on over that. And this is the last thing. Our buddy, Retro Ravi, Ravi Abbott, he has got a classic Amiga mix coming up in just a couple days on the 27th of July. Tune in to his, uh, his YouTube channel, and he's going to be spinning some classic Amiga tunes on his pair of 1200s with the mixer in the middle. He's got the headphones. He's putting his hand up to the side. Like That's DJs. what they do. That's how you know you're a real DJ. If you got hand up to the ear cup, man, hand up to the ear cup. Yeah. I need a shirt with that on it right that now. Yes, there it is. <laughs> you know, so, that I, I can't wait. Now, this is this is the 27th. That's at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's live in 20 hours, less than one day away. Oh, neat. You know, while we're talking about YouTube, it is, we just, I got to touch on a couple that just popped in the past day or so. Okay. Uh, our buddy 10 Minute uh, popped Has the video Has he put another up. one up there? Yeah, and it, it looks like a, it, was a, uh, it was another in his series of helping out the dummies. Mm-hmm. And guess what? D- King Dummy was pleased. I raised <laughs> my dumb guy scepter in approval. And our buddy uh, uh, Retro Man Cave put up an interesting video today on uh, FPGAs. Now, uh, uh, uh you know, I don't have one of them, and amazingly, you haven't bought one. I mean, I'm surprised that neither one of us have one of those things. Especially since you got that Atomic Pie. I figure the FPGA is just one step well, away from that Atomic craziness. Pie, $35. FPGA, like $200. That's true. The, the jump in dollars is way, way high. And uh, uh, and so, anywho... the But it's uh, called the Mister. No, no, they've got a, there's a variety of these things. But anyway... The one I want is called the Mister, because that's a cool name. They've got, it's a Mist with ER. He mentions that they've got Amiga... Uh, uh, the Amiga Core, because that's what they got the cores. Uh, the Amiga cores is, is it pretty I good like shape? The cores. They're, you know? from, they're from Ireland. It looked cool. You know, what do you think about these? Uh, these, uh, uh, I mean, is is this their time? Because one thing I, w- I always wonder about these, and I even mentioned it uh, in a comment, is like, where does the uh, how do, when emulation is straight up compared with these things? Because everybody said they, they, the FPGAs they say are the they're the exact simulation of the hardware, mm-hmm. right? Then you've got emulation, right? For for if you're, I can see if you're a programmer or a real heavy duty player. I mean, I don't mean game player. I mean just a guy who's really into it, like with an A at the end, right? 
But if you're just like Scrub McDoofus, like myself, and you're like, I want to play some Lionheart today, and I'm, am I going to load up the uh, Amiga emulator, or I'm going to load up the uh, Mister or whatever, is there going to be enough of a difference there to make me give a crap? You know what I mean? To pay the 200 bucks? That's the million-dollar question. But anyway, I thought it was interesting the way that he went over it. He does spell it out. He literally tells you how the chip works. You know, I mean, I didn't know. You, you, know, you I don't are know. Are you kidding me? Field programmable Gatorade. I mean, I saw the charts and stuff, and I'm still, I mean, I vaguely know. Here's the yeah. advantage to me, okay? Yeah. So you've got this box. You got a box. Okay? You got a box that's sitting underneath your TV. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You've got a series of SD cards. Okay. okay. I like it. <laughs> okay. You've got them in a, in a cool looking wallet. Okay. Yeah. And each of them written in black Sharpie <laughs> is the name of an operating system. That's it, right? Okay. I got it. So you want to play, I don't know, MSX. You take out the MSX SD card, you pop it in the mister, yeah. you, you flip it on. It's like you're playing the real thing. That's it. There's no outer shell of Windows. You don't have to watch the XP logo appear on the screen briefly and then go away. Um, you know, you don't have to do any of that stuff. But isn't that part of the actual experience of loading up an actual watching Windows load and then launching the emulator? Oh, I no, see what that you is mean. not part I, of. It. I was all. I thought you meant. I, I was. I was lost. I understand what you're saying. Okay. They, by the way, they got Sam Coupe on there, and they've got the Acorn Archimedes core. Now, what right? I would do is I would figure out some way to customize my SD cards even more. So I would print out labels that had a that that uh, mimicked the storage media of the disc, and then I would just. Pull I've them seen out. suckers take those SD cards mm -hmm. and put them in like a shell yeah. gimmick. Yeah. And then they got a and then they shoved some. Now you're stick talking. In it's there. all about the ritual, but, man. It's all about yeah, the ritual. How far are you from doing that to like dressing up like Mario or something and playing and playing the game and going and dancing around like an idiot? Well, that's, while you're, that's not canon. I mean, you're going into a weird area when you do that. You've yeah. got to draw the line, man. And this may draw you over. That may be the ultimate <laughs> secret plan. They want you to really lose it here. But I thought it was interesting. I just, so and if you're and if you're into old computers, especially these may be, you know, I mean, he breaks down the cost. You're looking at a couple hundred. A U.S. dollary dues to get into this gimmick, right? Eh, that's a that's a decent amount of money, and and these things will only go so fast. They're not going to be playing, you know, PS2 on them or Dreamcast or whatever, you know, if that's your bag. But if for old computers, guys like us, right? You know, but I mean, again, I would like to see a video put together where someone compares them directly. You know, what I'm saying I'd like because I I don't fully grasp. I'm sure on the lowest level there's a big difference, but I don't know how that translates into actually right. what you do. That would be a good video yeah. to see. All right, Aaron. This is probably our longest. We've gone half an hour, 35 minutes. I told Bud, we got to get through this today. Yeah. I got people waiting at the house, so we come in here and stagger through. Yeah, well, you go. well, let's go ahead and move on out to this week's game, Zany Golf. Woo, it's Zany. So, i got to ask you, I'm guessing, have you played this before this week? Never. Really? Never. Have you ever heard of it? Never. Because this got a lot of... Well, money. yes, I heard of it because I thought this was that game that you played for the Lynx on ARG. No, no, no. Wasn't no. that called Zany Golf, No, too? that was called Hot Garbage. That was no, that thing Brent played. I think that was called Zany Golf. No. I really, I played Ninja Golf. Now, that was awesome. I like Ninja Remember Golf that? on the 7800, yeah. This we did is, that in the episode two of ARG. This one's not as good as, as that Ninja yeah. Golf. The Golf's better, but that's about it. So... What you got here is zany golf, or for some, Will Harvey's zany golf. Nobody calls it that. 
It's on the side. I'm Will Harvey. It's on the Good side. Good day. I looked up Will. I'll get into him in a minute. Is he related to Paul? No. Then I'm not interested. That was your Paul Harvey impersonation? It's like this. This is Paul Harvey. Good day. That's the way he sounds. You were like, this <laughs> is, is that Paul the way he Harvey. Sounds? Good Boy, day. You schooled me. I did. Hey, go back and listen. The people will understand. So anyways, uh, this came out in 1989. That's the year I graduated from high school, by the way. Um, this was published by the, the big boys over at EA oh. Boat. EA. Yeah. And developed by an outfit called Sandcastle. And I looked into Sandcastle. They've got exactly one other game. What's that? The Immortal. Oh, yeah. It's not a Hulk Hogan game either. No, this is a this was ported to the NES, the oh, Immortal. Oh, you've heard of the Immortal? Yeah, it's it's a kind of a gothic. Uh, there's a skeleton. It's like a one-on-one -on -one fighting game. It's a weird thing. You're kidding me. No, I'm I don't, not. Why do I know about this? We'll have yeah. to look into that. Uh, this is OCS, you know, it's pretty pretty rudimentary. Now this guy, it released on a, on a bunch of different systems here, Boat, including a couple of your favorites. The Apple II GS got a port of this one, Boatster. The Atari ST, of course, DOS, which I played this on DOS and the Amiga. Uh, the uh, Mega Drive slash Genesis. Tandy, that's the one I played, it was on the old Tandy. And of course they had all the different CGA, EGA, blah, blah, blah. The Tandy graphics. And of course, you must, in 89, you've got to put out a IBM PC Junior version. So if you're into the PC so Junior. So the, the, what, what had the superior graphical capabilities, the PC Junior or the Tandy? They were very similar, actually. They both had their own graphics mode. I think the Tandy was like 16 color. I think so was PC. But mm -hmm. I, listen, I'm no PC Junior expert, you know. Uh, but I, I know that the, uh, it didn't do well. So there you go. Tandy's a lot better. So, um, and this was also released as part of a package deal apparently with the 500 deluxe pack you would get this uh, if you were lucky enough to grab it so what is zany golf well zany golf is a hilarious word for mini golf this is your classic or i guess they call it putt putt golf or i don't know if there's a world name for that i don't know is there anything that's about right yeah, i don't know what they call it over there in europe but uh over here we call it putt putt most that's of the time. right putt putt golf so um this is as straight up of a golf game as you could have. The opening screen is just, you think, man, I'm in for something. Because, I mean, at the time, I remember seeing this opening screen. I'm like, holy smokes, look at the graphics. Yeah, it's, it's very impressive uh, title screen. Yeah, it's this camera pans up this sign, and there's stuff spinning on it. Mm -hmm. It says Zany. It says Will Harvey Zany Golf, and it's almost like neon. There's right. There's just music playing. It looks like a Vegas casino sign. It does. It's like, and there's just like, do 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 this music playing. The music's in. It's okay. It's all right. You know, and then... It says one to four players, and you pick. So you can have up to four players playing hot, you know, hot seat. It's golf. Chat uh, says in the UK it's crazy golf. Crazy golf. I like that. That's better. Yeah. That's way better. Although zany golf, that sort of covers all your bases. That's true. I'll it's pretend, a catch-all term. I like wacky golf. I'm, a, I'm not surprised. You get it because you, you're whacking the ball. It is. It's a know? double entendre. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. Is it you, not? It, I don't think that's what that means. So. Mm. Um, you you play a round of golf. Now, normally, how many holes is normally in a round of golf, Boatster? 18. Right. Now, how many holes are there in Zany Golf? Nine. Plus a mystery hole, right? So That's over in Hawk's Nest. And it's not, it's, the mystery hole there is much cooler than the mystery mm. hole in this game. So, this game, instantly, you have half the amount of holes you would normally have in a, in a golf game. Although, I think most mini golf courses are nine holes. I don't think there's too many 18-hole no, mini golf No, almost courses. all the ones I've ever played were 18 holes. Really? Yeah, including the one I just talked about earlier. 18 okay. holes. All right. They're all 18 holes. Trust me. Nine holes. You could, you could pay in top dollar for a nine-hole golf course. Screw that. It better be zany at that price. <laughs> so, anyways... Uh, 
the uh, this is a straight up game of nine holes of mini golf. Each hole has a gimmick. I do like that. Mm -hmm. When the like you put your number of players in, the first hole has the the title screen comes out the windmill. It'll be a beautiful picture of what the hole is. I mean, just a picture of like the gimmick of the yeah. hole. Then it'll shut. It'll kind of give you an overview of what the hole, uh, what you're loading up, and then you play the hole. All right, simple. Now this is a mouse game, so it would have qualified for point and click. I might add. Yep. You. It's the simplest interface in the history of golf. You put your arrow over the ball, you hold your mouse button down, you pull back the mouse as far as you want, and the further you pull back, the harder you're gonna hit the ball. You kinda aim, you keep the mouse button down, you aim the ball, you let go of the mouse button, bam, the ball shoots off. That's right. it, that's the game. And you uh, try to navigate these courses. Um, thoughts on the interface, the opening, anything? Get the interface going? is fine. You know, I, I didn't have any trouble pulling the ball back. Uh, the, my biggest problem with controlling this game came from the fact that I was playing it on an emulator and I was having trouble, the, my cursor, the Windows cursor would not want to line up with my Amiga cursor. And the way that you uh, see more of the course is you take your cursor and you drag it along the edge of the screen That's to right. show more of this. I had trouble with that. Yeah. Um, did you play this on the real 1200? Yeah, I played it on both. In fact, well, I played on the real one until I saw your idea about save states. Yeah. And I was like, well, screw this. Uh, and I played it on the stuff. I also played the DOS version of this. And I said, I've got a DOS machine, so I played that too. They're all very similar. I had to be honest with you. So, uh, the not, let's go over some of these holes. Okay. We might as well go over them. So, uh, by the way, just before, to finish your thought, dragging the the mouse around to see the course, a pain in the butt. Yeah, I would have much rather had the arrow keys do that. Or an or, overview key yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Because it's slow. It's And this game is slow as part of the game. Yeah. It's not as a quick game. So... Um, what you've got here on the first hole is the windmill hole. It even has the pars on it, boat. So it's par two. This is the classic golf hole where you shoot up the ramp. There's a windmill, and you try to go into a little hole. I guarantee the... you, this first hole is not a par two. That's what this says. That's par a two. Lie. So, have you ever get it in the windmill hole? Not once. Not me either. It always goes to the little slot, and you hit the ball in. Maybe it's a par two, and they give you more strokes than the par is. Because they give you like five strokes. Well, you strokes can get an extra to... stroke if you get it in the hole. So, which I never did. So, so some of these holes have gimmicks, which mm. we'll get to. So, then you've got the hamburger hole. I don't like this hole, to be honest with you. This hole is pretty simple. It's just sort of like a half, half yeah. rectangle. My, here's my my theory on hamburger hole is that yeah. one of the art guys was like, boss, boss, check out this cool hamburger I just rendered. Yeah. They're like, we're putting that in the game. We're going to call it hamburger hole. My thing is the artist is like hungry. It's a war movie too, right? Hamburger hole. Yeah, that's the that's the the battle that no one talks about right there. <laughs> so anyway, in the hamburger hole, the gimmick is there's a, right over top of the hole is a huge hamburger, and you have to click the mouse button like an idiot to make this thing bounce up in the air. You have to time the ball to go in the hole. And yeah, it's, it's, it's of, really it's, it's really catch up too. It's a, it's yeah, it's a lame hole. It's not that good. Then you've got that's part three. Then you got walls. This is a pretty simple hole where you have to. Sh there are three walls that pop up, mm -hmm. and you want the ball to hit the third wall. So you just time it to where you hit the third wall, and then once you do that, it just goes down. And you just put it in. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty simple stuff there. Uh, now this hole is infuriating. <laughs> pinball par three. This is a pinball machine. See, I did this one first try. I hated this table, and I'll tell you why. You literally have no. There's nothing to help you succeed. 
you can lose all your balls here just because then you have nothing to do with it. All you do is launch the ball to the pinball machine, and so if the ball just goes out the out lanes and down the middle over and over, there's no. This is not a. This is as rudimentary as a pinball machine gets, and there's no. There's no tilting the pinball machine or anything. You just sit there. Untrue. Untrue. I did can, you not read the directions? I did. If you rapidly cl click the mouse, then you'll nudge the table. You can't. It doesn't help. You just nudge it. Oh, she, let me tell you something. That nudge stung. <laughs> This this table you just literally I hope you prayed. I like all this. Over. I like this level a lot. I hated it. And this like I said this is a trend in this game that okay. I didn't like it because you don't control your own fate. You got lucky uh, a couple times. You tried. I got it. skillful. Is what. Oh, they but, oh, you're killing me. So anyways, the next this guy's playing a hole that I didn't have in the course. This right here is the, in this. This is that mystery hole. Oh okay. Yeah. So then you've got the fans. So in this level, it's a big, huge, mazy level mm -hmm. with a bunch of fans. And what you've got to do is you've got to wiggle your mouse, and it makes the fan as it hit the button. Anyway, you do something with your mouse. No, you, wait, you go back and forth. Yeah, and the fans will blow, and you need to blow the fans to blow your ball to position. Mm -hmm. Now, this one's not that hard unless you really have a rough go of This is what the, one of the only games where that actually supports mouse waggling. Yeah, you don't feel like, a, yeah. there's not a lot of waggling in the old mouse. <laughs> but this hole, again, it's, it's interesting. It's different. I'll right. get, I will say that. Then you've got the magic carpet. It's a par two. This one, there are... Uh, there's there's checkerboards all scattered throughout this mazy level, mm -hmm. and when your ball's on them, you can kind of wiggle it, it around. Well, it becomes like Marble Madness at that point. Well, it's sorta, yeah, but I mean, it, I mean, it is, but sorta, but not as fun or good. And then you try to get the use the carpeting to manipulate your ball through the maze, and then get a hole. And on this one, if you get it quick enough, you get a bonus. Which I never, I've never gotten that bonus. I don't know about you. Then you've got the castle. All right, this castle looks real intimidating, but it wasn't. That. I didn't think it was that tough. No, this was this was uh, seemed like a, a hole that should have come earlier in the uh, ordeal. Yeah, it's a par three. You have to shoot the ball up this hill into this castle, and then it comes out this area, and then you uh, have to get it under this thing, and you're uh, and in your hole. It's not that tough. Then you've got now. This is the hole that came straight from the devil boat. Uh, my least favorite hole of all these holes, the ant hill, par three. The that's a joke. So this is basically just picture a bunch of slopes up to a little like uh, like a mesa on top, and then the and when you get the ball up there, it's not a very big area, so often your ball will fall down, and the hole moves. Right. It just randomly moves around. So all that you can just hope again, much like pinball, it's like you just hope you get lucky. Absolutely. Now when the hole when the ball comes down the uh, the the hill, it'll go back into these four alcoves, and three of which have this like a bumper that you control, and you can knock the ball back up the hill. Mm -hmm. But it, and the, I I hated this hole. This is where I started using save states because I couldn't get Good past move. it. Yeah, yeah. I, did you? Don't tell me I got this one in two strokes nope. or whatever. Nope. I, I was very close the first time I played it, and then eighty six games later, I finally yeah. Did and it. and yeah. also these holes wear thin quick. Yeah. I can tell you that they right lose now. their luster quite rapidly. This is one of the problems of only having eight holes or nine holes. You need all those holes. That way, you're like, you know, I might try that fan hole again. Mm -hmm. They'll seem better if you tried right. twenty other. There holes. is no reason why they couldn't have just said, like California game style, play all the holes, play one hole, practice. Right. You know? Well, I guess that's the I don't know replayability. Then you've got the final. The final hole is. Let me tell you how much replayability was going on for most people in this game when they couldn't beat that hole. Straight yeah. to the trash replayability. Yeah. So the last hole is called Energy, and this one takes place in sort of like a sort of a crazy haunted lab or something. So that we're going to go with lab. Yeah. And your goal in this one is to you have to hit a button that turns off a machine, and you have to hit the ball 
into like a mouse hole. I think it's how I got. It's what it no, looked no, like. No, no, no. You've got to hit it into the triangular. Oh, that's right. You hit it. That's right. You hit it into this uh, triangular protuberance. Yeah, that's right. And it comes out the top, and at the mm -hmm. top, there's a bunch of other holes. You right. Have to get past. And there's there's false holes. Yeah, and they put you back down. That's what that yeah. was. So anyway, this whole sucked. I used save states at the yin yang, and I never got past it. I did. Did you ever get past this one? Yeah, I beat the game. Yeah, I never beat it. I never beat this. I never got past. I've never gotten past it, even when I owned the game back in the day. Now, uh, the the are you going to talk about the hidden level? The hidden level, which I've only seen video of, is sort of a uh, 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 breakout style. Do you know how you access the hidden level? I don't. I okay. don't. But it's a blade on me, man. So, what, according to Ricky DeRocher in the chat. Uh, you have to. Uh, he would know. You have to hit the ball into the mouse hole when the mouse's eyes are showing. Oh God! I didn't know there was any mouse in there. Yeah. Well, I'll never get there. There you go. So there you go. I think there's a code or something you can click in to get to see the last hole. But I, because I, I read that in the cheats, but I never got there to mm -hmm. try it. So uh, if you, so there you go. So effectively, that last hole you're never going to get there. No. That's so it basically might as well not exist, right? Why not just make another hole, or maybe why not just hole? let you play the holes in the order that you I want, or man. practice one hole, or at least put out a cheat to let you do it. So those are your holes. <laughs> those are your holes, vote. Now give me your overall thoughts. Oh, we should we mention that each hole has its own little unique tune, mm -hmm. which there are some are better than others. Yeah. Well, it, I'll tell you, the last level's music makes you want to tear your eyes out. And it's not even. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not my favorite. It's the worst. It's yeah. the worst. The rest of the tunes are okay. Yeah. You know, they're fine. They're serviceable. Yeah. Um, you know, this game on the whole, the 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 holes. Some of the holes are too hard. Some of the holes rely way too much on luck. But hey, guess what? So do most mini golf courses. You know, mini golf's all about luck. Uh, I don't have a problem with some cheapness going on as long as you don't make the game so unfair that to punish you for things that you have no control over. Again, mm -hmm. my main problem with this game <laughs> is that you can't select holes just to play, you know. I have no problem with being like, okay, you're gonna play for real, saving your score, there's no, there's no, once it's game over, it's game over, but let me see all the holes. Let me just practice them so when I get to them, that way when I'm trying to get my best score possible, I actually have a shot. I'm not just trying to survive. So you, but overall, you like the game? Yeah, I don't think this is a bad game at all. In I, fact, this is probably one of the best mini golf games there are on I, on classic systems. I didn't like this game. Okay, tell me a mini golf game that's better than this. I, well, I can tell, I can tell you two, okay. but I can't tell you their names. Ah, play, one of those. I played eh? one on the Coca that I like. But and now, mm. listen, is this the most beautiful mini golf game? Yes, by far. The other games are very plain Jane, but they're just more fun as a golf game. They also have more holes. This game, there, some of these levels. Have you ever played a game called uh, what's this? There's this motorcycle game I have for the Xbox uh, that where you it starts out it's just like you're a guy on a motorcycle jumping dirt. You know, no, are you talking ramps. about? Uh, uh, um, it's like the um, you know, it's almost like a puzzly. Yeah, thing. yeah, trials. Trials. And at first you're like, oh, this is fun. I'm going fast. I'm going over ramps. But at some point along the way. It transforms into this bizarre, incre hyper difficult, almost like a puzzle game. It is game, it's a puzzle right? game, yeah. And at that point, I'm just like, eh, it's not as much fun to me. I just like to go fast and jump stuff. This game starts out as a golf game, and at the end, it's morphed into something else, something stupid. Like, there's no golf levels that are like this. I, I, and, and it's funny because this was a game I played quite a bit in my day. So I could just be sick of it, you know, from back in the day, but I. I did not like it playing it this time. It was fr frustrating. It would irritated me. I just didn't. It, I didn't like it. Uh, it just didn't do it for me. 
Uh, and I thought the levels were not even fun to replay. They just weren't that fun to me. And also, when you're doing stuff like fans and the carpet and stuff, those aren't even skilled levels. And pinballs, there's no skill. Like, part of being playing putt-putt is you're putting as a skilled putter. You're trying to, you're like, okay, I can improve my skill. Well, how the hell are you going to improve your skill at, like, ant hill? And stuff? There's no way. Yeah, it's just I mean, that's, a, that's a valid point. You know, it's just, it's all random, you know. So I, with that, I I didn't do it for the music. Again, it's okay. You know, it's funny. Uh, just to clean up some stuff before we move on, uh, I was reading here. Uh, I looked at some write-ups on this, and they were saying that the musical score in this was originally made for the uh, Apple II GS. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was apparently it's real elaborate. I should have listened to it. So when they ported this to other stuff, the music stunk. The, the DOS version is crap. It just comes out the speaker. And the Amiga version only uses uh, four voices instead of like... So there's it just they just cut out a ton of other parts. So the music probably could have been a lot better, but it's, it's just kind of, kind of got lazy on, on them. Something else I wouldn't mention. Lazy programming in an Amiga uh, no. port? Well, no. I mean, all the Unthinkable. ports. All the ports were lazy. Uh, this was Again, this was called Will Harvey's Any Golf. Who the heck's that? You're probably asking. I looked it up. Will Harvey was a software developer. I know you're stunned. And get this. Amongst his claims to fame, he wrote music construction set for the Apple II, which I've heard of, and I'm mm. sure you've heard of Another that. Another EA game. He also, believe it or not, he ported over Marble Madness. That's funny. I actually own that game. Look right there. See yeah. it on the music there construction you set. Well, you right own this guy's game. Yeah. Now, what are they, now, see, you didn't know that, did you? No. Um... His name's not plastered on the top of it like it well, does on this game. When he wrote that, he probably didn't have as much jack as That's he had true. when he did Zany He was jacked golf. up on this game. Uh, he's went on to uh, do a bunch of different game stuff. He, and eventually, in case you were wondering what happened to Sandcastle, for whatever reason, because they only had the two games, uh, they got bought by Adobe. Wow. <laughs> that was kind of, That's wacky. I know. I thought that was particularly uh, goofy. Uh, but... You know, like I said, the sound, eh. The graphics, pretty good. The gameplay, eh. Overall, eh. That's my thoughts on it. That's all I can say. Okay. Anything well, else to add? Why don't you Why don't you see what is uh, what what did the what did the reviews say? Well, they were kinder than eh, I would say. So, and by the way, this game's available to download for free. I should mention that. So I'll give them that. Um. Amazing, let's see here. Amiga Action 16, number 16, gave this 81%. I'd say that's in the meh category. 81? Yeah. Amiga Computing loved this. They gave it a 95. Uh, Antics Amiga Plus, I don't think we ever mentioned that one before. Hmm. Two out of five. We're not I wonder right. if, yeah, I wonder if that's affiliated with the Antic Magazine. I don't know. I was wondering yeah. that myself. Uh, the AUI, Australian Mag, six out of 10. CU Commodore gave it an 80%. So, the, so with the exception of that 95, you had some, you know, mid, mid-range Midland. scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Midland, exactly, man. Um, I looked this up on the eBay, just for fun. Uh, you can get this thing, uh, if you just want the disc, seven bucks, 10 bucks, and if you want the box copy, 20 bucks, and, they, and it's yours. The box is weird looking, I don't like the box art either, that I mentioned It's that. one of the LP covers. Right, I, I I don't think so. Is it, the the box looked square to me. It looked goofy to me. Actually, the art I didn't, didn't do it for me. Mm, so, yeah. you know, so you like this more than me. Well, let's talk about what our Discord folks said. Uh, Chris Fold says, 
Zany Goff takes Zany to its heart with the crazy courses from the Bouncing Burgers fans, Magic Carpets, and the incredibly hard pinball level. In its day, it was revolutionary, offering something different not found on 8-bit, and as such, I have fond memories of the game. Terribly dated graphics, sounds, and controls do it no favors in 2019, however, with its flaws all yeah. too apparent. Yep. 6.5 out of 10. Ooh. Graham W. Vebke says, Mini golf as a computer game is going to be a challenge, and it attempts to make it more interesting with unconventional hole design. The isometric perspective, however, makes it difficult to aim accurately, and if you shoot over par, you can't retry the hole. You restart the course. That's brutal. Many holes I only completed with luck rather than skill, making this a colorful but frustrating experience. Four out of ten. Yep. Lobsterminator says, Decent game for 1988 with nice graphics, but doesn't stand the test of time. Poor frame rate makes the gameplay feel sluggish. You would expect a game as static as this to run really smooth. Hole in one from the same year is my preferred Amiga Mini Golf. Five out of ten. Ooh, we'll try that one. Shot. Yeah. yeah. Pixels at Dawn says a pretty enough game with appealingly twee music throughout, and one of the first I remember to use mechanics that wouldn't be possible in real life. No one forgets the hamburger. Ooh. Fond memories of multiplayer, but unfortunately very unforgiving, meaning many of us never saw all 10 holes. And not a good value at all at full price. 6.5 out of 10. And finally, F -f Free Lunch says, Zany Golf, a favorite from the old days, but in retrospective, very difficult to control on an original A500+. Still, spent many hours at it. Great concept, nutty artwork, 8 out of 10. Mm. Looks like most people are sort of the same mind that I was. Yeah, yeah, and you're not wrong. You know, I a lot of uh, I would not have enjoyed this nearly as much without the save states. Yeah, uh, the save states take some of the sting out of the randomness. I will say I, I did enjoy this a lot more when it was newer. So I think that was. I mean, it, it, again, we try to judge these things uh, given the fact that this is these are ancient. But I played this a lot back in the day. And I was still frustrated with them, but I did play it a lot. So, I mean, I guess that means something. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our Patreon song competition. Oh, boy. So, it's been two weeks since our last supporter song. And if you recall, this was a mega mix where there was a two-pronged challenge. Yeah. Not only were you tasked to uh, identify the three songs, but to tie them all together with the artist. Um, Pixels at Dawn guessed some of the songs correctly. Uh, but didn't get the big win. Uh, however, Dreamcatcher, uh, actually maybe Pixels did, I can't remember it's been so long, but Dreamcatcher I know <laughs> got it right off the bat with the big win, and Pac Billy. It was uh, Horse With No Name, Tin Man, and Ventura Highway by America. You know, I should mention before you kick off the new, uh, whatever you're gonna sing this time, I'm listening to Pixel Gaiden's uh, show. Do they do a supporter song challenge? They did too? this week. Oh. They did one, and it was three notes. Now they got three <laughs> supporters, and uh, um, they got it. They got. <laughs> I couldn't believe he did guess the I'm song. I'm glad I've started something. No, well, I, th I, th I couldn't tell if there was an homage or just straight up comedy. <laughs> but it was. I thought that was cute. So. All right, so if you know this week, oh, and by the way, if you like the show and you want to support it, visit our page at everythingamiga.com slash support. You can support us on Patreon or via PayPal. All right, oh, and happy 34th birthday, Amiga. Amiga turned 34 last week. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. We should have mentioned it on the thing. Now we get it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> oh, God.
I hate when you do that. Sometimes I gotta get my neck right. Is that what you know you're doing? My God, I thought you were trying to swallow a cue ball. Dead could three put Gary Heather free lunch. Kate Fox, David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, Lobsterminator, Craig McClellan, 10 Minute, Mika Retro Casco, Counting Virtual Sheep, Bernard Quinn, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Edder, Robbo, Hera Howard, Nims, Matthew Larimore, Andy Craig, Sean Zodare, and Lomax, calling 419. Oh, it's hard to do. Bark, Bid, Roland Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Dan Ross, Leif Kalan, Alan Kebab, Chekote, Lev Lord, John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRocher, Creepy Dead Boy, Figgy CTC, The Slow Norris, Stafford Swogord, Barnson, Edmund Helen, Blender 75, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Foles, Dreamcatcher, Lord Giroux, Graham Vepke, oh. Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, <laughs> Brian's Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Tapes from the Crib, Josh, Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas, Ruler, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim, Tommy, Humberstad, Daniel Binks, and Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warren's Pixels of Dawn, and Kill Bjorn Barman. Oh, man. You know, you remember the first edition D&D? Mm -hmm. Everything had a chart, right? Everything. Wandering Monster chart, your you know, feelings, what's happening at night. That sounded like you took a D20 and you rolled on the tone chart and then you rolled on the note chart and just rolled 400 times. It just, whatever it came up, that's what you sang. I couldn't see any song there, any sort of structure. That seemed as random as I've ever heard. Mm. If anyone gets that one, I will personally give them a salute. All right. There's a 0% chance that one's getting picked out. All right. Well, we'll see. Next week, Aaron... We're gonna play a little Woody's World. <laughs> little Woody's World. Little's not part of it. Oh, just a little bit, a little bit of Woody's World. <laughs> Freudian slip, right? <laughs> Woody's World. Yeah, it's, is this it's, about Woody Woodpecker? You know, it's party time. It's excellent. Oh, huh? Oh, I get All it. Right. So, so slow. The song got to me. <laughs> Thanks as always to all the fine folks watching us live on the YouTube. Pixels of Dawn, Necronom, Barkbit, Picard 2005, Fabi Cirille, Retro Man Cave, uh, Jason Plevin, Michael Ryan, uh, UK Retro Gamer. Thank you guys so much for watching us live. We do record this show live every Friday at around 